Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said to him, I shall give to you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. The Gospel of the Lord. Temptations. Jesus was tempted just like you and I. No different. The temptations that you have and that I have, Jesus had. But temptations are different than sin. Temptation is that urge to do something. Sin is when you do that. And as Scott Hahn said, and I I really like it because it's a simple way of looking at sin, he said that sin has less to do with a broken rule as it does a broken relationship. And I think that's at the heart of basically all of Christianity and indeed the Trinity because the Trinity is the ultimate relationship the ultimate source of love, of agape, of sharing. So everything that we do as Christians, whether we're reading scripture, reading theology, whether we're in liturgy, we're, we're Christian morality, if we're ever confused about something, what does this mean? It always will boil down to relationships. Ask that question. How does this affect relationships? And in that question, the answer to that question, you have clarity because God themselves is relationships. So now, what do we do with these things? When we have this Lenten season, we have these three beautiful Lenten practices that we do. And they are prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Those essentially are your three relationships, prayer, my relationship with God, giving my relationship with everyone else, 
in fasting the relationship I have with myself. Notice the cross. Prayer, almsgiving, fasting. I need to put myself on the cross. I need to lessen myself, release myself of those urges, those feelings and emotions, so that I can draw into a deeper, more profound, loving and healthy relationship with my God, with myself, with my community. And we have these beautiful way to, to deal with these urges, and we'll call them feelings or emotions. Now, I'm a CPA, so I'm not a psychiatrist or psychology, and I'm not sure I took a, a class in college. I don't think that was in uh, itinerary for CPA counting work. Um, but in my simple little reading, there's basically six emotions in which feelings feed onto that. They, they estimate there's 4,000 feelings that are associated with the six major emotions. So what do I do with these feelings, these urges, these temptations, when sometimes I just feel overwhelmed? And I want to introduce a very simple, prayerful practice on how to deal with these urges or these temptations or these feelings. Let's say the, and it's an emotion, but of anger. Now, I think we all can say that we've been angry once in our life. And if that's all you've done, then we'll make sure you let me know so that I'd like to read your diary and get it published when you become a saint. But I think all of us can say, and I'll speak for myself, but I get angry multiple times a day. And that can feed itself into breaking relationships, either with my God or myself or with my community, the people around me. So what do I do with this? The Lord told us, what to do with it at the end of the second reading. Those who confess the name of Jesus will be saved. The simple and beautiful practice of what we call renouncing. Super easy, and I want to teach it to you in the next couple minutes. And use it. Everything begins with Jesus. Jesus is the answer that we seek. Jesus is the great healer. Jesus is the one that will bring us peace and joy, which we all pursue. Peace and joy is really found in and through Jesus Christ. So in this prayer of renouncing, it always begins with Jesus. And so we say, in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of whatever that is in your heart that's causing you some angst. Maybe anger. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of anger. Now, why are we doing that? Why are we doing spirit? A couple things about the evil one. The evil one is a created being. He's a fallen angel. He is not equal to nor above God. He is far less than God. And as we hear multiple times in Scripture, when Jesus is driving out the demons, they must respond to him. They don't have a choice. And, eh, we're not going to listen to Jesus today. No. They must respond to Jesus because he is God and he is their creator. So we know that. And you and you and you and you all have that power to do that, to proclaim that in the name of Jesus because as baptized Christians, we've been given that authority and scripture tells us many times that the disciples and the apostles went out and did it. It didn't stop there. It's still present to us. 
So it's an in the name of Jesus. The evil one also has no control over your future. None. Now, because he is a super intellect, he can look at our patterns and behaviors and say, well, if, if Deacon Rick does this, this, and this, and this will probably be the outcome, and he may send those temptations or urges that he thinks will lead me to that. But he has no control over my future. I'm not a puppet, nor are you a puppet to the evil one. Secondly is, the evil one cannot read your mind. He's not capable of doing that. But he can hear your voice. He hears my voice right now. So these, this simple prayer must be pronounced out loud. Now, it doesn't have to be shouted. It could be whispered, and I'll talk about that in a moment. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit. What's inking you? What's, what's there that's just kind of driving you into that tendency or temptation to, you know, that urge to sin? Maybe it's that anger. What I do, and I prepare myself for this, it's just, a, just a, a few moments to maybe reflect and call upon the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, be present with me. Be present with me. What is it at my heart that's breaking one of my relationships? What is that? And so I pronounce those things. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of anger. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of bitterness. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of confusion. Now notice, all of those, all of those things are not of God. Anger is not of God. Confusion is not of God. Bitterness is not of God. So anything that's within you, you just simply go through those. In the name of Jesus here, renounce the spirit of whatever that is. And closing your eyes, and, and, and be, you can feel some relaxation because you can feel the spirit just driving those things out of you. That's the first step. The second step and the third step are real quick. Now that I've got all these things out, the second step is in the name of Jesus, I command that they be gone. You don't have to list them all. Just in the name of Jesus, I command that all these spirits be gone from me and never come back. Second step. Third thing is now I emptied out my glass and got rid of this stuff. And we hear in scripture, Jesus, Jesus says, Lord, Lord, we drove out the demons and seven more powerful ones came in. Well, because if I empty it out, my glass, or sweep the house clean, I need to put Jesus in there. I need to call upon God to fill that space up that now is void of the evil one. Because if I don't do that, guess what happens? Seven more demons come. Okay, so very simple. First step, renounce those items in your life that are causing you difficulties broken relationships, temptations. Command them all to leave and then fill yourself with God. I promise you, quote me on this, I promise you that if you faithfully do this, over time, you will find that those, those feelings or urges or temptations will lessen and possibly go away. You may not do it one time, you may have to do it 20 times a day. But keep going back to that source of grace, of that love, of that true and ultimate relationship that we're all called into. Call upon the name of the Lord and do this. And you can do this anytime. Somebody cuts you off when you're driving, you get this urge of anger. 
In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of anger. Done, you're finished. You see a mother dealing with a child at the end of the cereal aisle and she's yelling at the child and that kind of puts you in a little bit of, of bitterness or anger. You know what? You can say this prayer before you get to the end of the aisle. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the feeling of being angry toward that lady. Lord, send all this away from me and fill me up with your grace. Guess what? You're only like eight boxes into the cereal long before you ever got to her. It's a beautiful prayer you can do. Sometimes at night I may get scared, I may get startled, something startles me. I will quietly, Elaine, my wife, is laying next to me, I will quietly and I will whisper. And I will do that. I renounce the spirit of being scared or being frightened. Elaine never hears it. But I can tell you what, the evil one can hear it. So if you want a way to lessen those temptations, those urges, those feelings that aren't good, call upon the name of Jesus. And I promise you, I promise you, if you faithfully do this over time, you will be healed and these things will become less and less. St. Anthony Padua, pray for us.